It's a show. Approved all Maple Leafs, man. For June 2nd, 2021. Uh, how's it going? Because uh, my brain is fucking fried. And then uh, I-, I thought we were just past the fucking mental health awareness month. And then apparently June is a PTSD awareness month, men's health month, uh, headache and migraine awareness month, also give balloons month. I, I a Pride Month. Juneteenth is around in two and a half weeks. I'm rather I, I I'm not gonna mince words here. Uh Leafs fucked up. Half suck ass. Half didn't beat the Leafs. Leafs screwed the Leafs. And I I I don't know what to say. Cause uh I, I maybe Maybe I don't know why, but I am a fan of utterly, utterly hopeless legacy franchises, such as the aforementioned Toronto Maple Leafs, or the laughs I call them at this point, because I just laugh. Five years in a row, first round exit, are you kidding me? Or the Michigan Wolverines football. i never seen a Michigan win a national championship on television since I... Became an Wolverine officially in 06. I talked about that many times. And I say Michigan's a basketball school. Not a football school anymore. But even then, I, you know, the obvious comparison for those American college football fans out there would be like, look, man, the drought is a one thing. But way the leaps choked away yesterday is like, it's like five years in a row, you don't get out of the very first round of the playoffs with that amount of talent. Uh, it's kind of like playing Ohio every year but lose. But the only difference is the Michigan Wolverine football fans have this like fucking mirage of their level of talent that I talked about for over a decade. This was a 21st century problem. But the difference is as much as the pain and then the disbelief is kind of the similar parallel, the Leafs are clearly overwhelmingly a talented team compared to the Montreal Canadiens this year and the Columbus Blue Jackets last year. And I would say, toe-to-toe, purely skills-wise, other than few areas, I think they are hanging in there with the Bruins in 18 and 19. Because if they weren't that good, they wouldn't get to two years in a row of the Game 7. And they lost all of them in a decisive game five or seven. You know, there was a five-game series also. So I'm going to cut to the chase here because I don't think I'm the only one. I heard some analysts talk about it, and then they want to go break down, you know, break down the game by game. I mean, they got to fill up the minutes, but there's not, there's no need to go to fucking game five last Thursday and say, oh, the first period was a fucking mistake. I Shut the fuck up. Like, even if whatever happened with a game five, even if how they gave the puck away in that overtime in the first minute, less than the first minute, they should have finished the business in Montreal. They were capable of finishing the game off. 
you know, because I watched that game. They were down 2 nothing, Terrible challenge, all that. Yet they came back down 2 nothing with Jason Spezza, TJ Prody goal. And then they had chances in the overtime if it weren't for that stupid power play. Just a brain fart. Uh, game 7, they absolutely no-showed. But they still had chances. They woke up and showed the fuck up after the first, first goal that they gave up. So... Solutions are simple here because the options are very limited. Uh, if you don't know, the cap space is like the tremendous problem for the Maple Leafs the last two, three years. And Big Four, they take up all the money. Or John Tavares is the captain. Austin Matthews, the historic goal scorer. Mitch Marner, that helped the historic goal scorer. And William Nylander. The guy who held out, but then somehow scored the most number of points in the playoffs this year. Tavares has a no-trade clause. He ain't moving. And then it wasn't his fault. He got hurt. Game one, I let it go. You're not going to trade the best goal scorer in this league right now. That's awesome, Matthews. Also, he got a limited no-move clause. I would prefer... Finding an option to trade Mitch Marner, but he also has a no limited move clause, and also limited no move clause, and also his ten point six million dollar salary is an albatross given what just happened. So you're really down to your best playoff scorer, who's William Nylander. So that seems like an obvious choice, but this is where the Toronto Raptors 2018 offseason comes in. Is like, look, you you gotta look for that moment to strike and trade. Is Jack Eichel in Buffalo for Mitch Marner going to happen? No. Why would Mitch Marner allow, you know, no limit move there? I have no idea what the details are, but that ain't happening. Is Jack Eichel the proven guy like Kawhi Leonard was coming into this? No. I like, that ain't going to happen. That said, I don't think Austin Matthews is coming back to Toronto when his contract is up in 23-24 season. So the 24 summer. 2024 summer three years from now win or lose i don't think austin matthews is coming back that's just my theory but does it mean you trade him right now fuck no he's the best goal scorer ever like unless you're getting connor mcdavid like no way you're not doing the one one trade there's no equal trade you can do or better than austin matthews that ain't happening i would say so Prefer Marner, but not likely. So William Nylander, number one. Number two, I would I would fire Sheldon Keefe. Uh, I know he's a homeboy with the general manager, the boy genius, Kyle Dubas. And Kyle Dubas ain't getting fired. Brandon Shanahan is a president of this hockey team, and he's a great politician, so he's going to make it happen nearly one more year. You ain't going to fire the general manager. Who are you going to bring back the old man, Lula Romarello? It's not going to happen. And they had to keep Kyle Dubas because he was a future. And then he almost went to Colorado Avalanche. So they said, no, you're going to be a general manager in a year, Kyle. So it's hang in there, hang in there. We'll fire the old man. And, you know, and then he, but I, I, I cannot disagree with the movements he has made. Other than, I don't know if it really solved the problem getting rid of the existing speed and grit with Komarov, Matt Martin, blah, blah, blah. You name it, Kasperi Kapanen, uh, you know. Cody CC, I don't fucking know. You upgraded. You got the veterans, but I don't take the Sharks. You know, Patrick Marlowe, uh, Joe Thornton, Jumbo Joe, 
as really the assets. Jason Spezza performed. That's great. Wayne Simmons is clearly hurt. He ain't the same guy anymore. Would I have gotten Corey Perry instead of uh, Wayne Simmons? No, I like. I think Corey Perry is a fucking slow motherfucker. It's like Jason Allison 2004-5 season. 2005-2006. So... But I would, I would fire the head coach. I know he's under contract. He's a homeboy since the OHL days with Dubas. But I just go, if the gallant the former Vegas coach is out there and only candidacy he's eligible for apparently is for the shitty Buffalo Sabres or the shitty Detroit Red Wings, why would the Leafs not take him? This guy took Vegas to the Stanley Cup final. This guy brought the Panthers back. Before the Vegas Knights became the fucking Florida Panthers in 2016 season. Okay? 2016, 2017, Florida Panthers. So, I would replace a head coach. I know what they're going to fucking do. They're going to get rid of assistants like Manny Malhotra. Minority suffrage, yo. Because Manny Malhotra is apparently responsible for power play. But I just go like, who gives a shit? Power play suck. But then the... Who's, who, who's the manager in this house? I got to pull a fucking carry. Who's the manager here? May I talk to the manager, please? I'm sorry. Who who runs this bench? Who's a bench manager? I talked about the head coaches and all that last week, but I just go. That's Sheldon Keefe. Alright, Manuel Holtra, just firing him ain't gonna solve the fucking problem. I will get Gallon and then get the guy who's a proven winner. Yes, Sheldon Keefe walked through with many of these Maple Leafs from the AHL days, but you gotta remember all the young motherfuckers. I mean, who's really left? William Nylander? Mitch Marner? Who went through the system? I I get rid of the head coach. They can afford it. Just do it. Get a winning head coach. Your options are limited. Joel Quinville ain't coming here. You try with Mike Babcock, but then they didn't work. And the reason that you got rid of Babcock is his stubbornness and need to play defense and never really adjusted. So until a couple years ago, Fucking Marner and Matthews only got like fucking 15 to, you know, 18 minutes of ice time. Sheldon Keefe come in and be like, let the boys be the boys. And then play however fucking long. And then play the most number of minutes. But they fucking showed up like that. And they showed up like that last year in the bubble. So, get rid of the big four core. At least one of them. You have to. Or you got to wait for the moment to strike with that trade option. Get rid of the head coach. I, I I really would. I really didn't see the adjustment that he could make. Because his options were limited. I get it. So he was mixing up, you know, the Hyman-Matthews-Marner uh, line with replacing Hyman with Nylander at one point. But I just go like, fuck, what do you got? What are you down to? Hyman? Spezza. I go, I mean, Zach Hyman's coming back. Uh, Nick Foligno, that's another guy. What the fuck happened to him, man? You gave up a first-round pick for that. I mean, you had to. So, I like, I can't argue that, but he didn't fucking perform. So, get me the true winners. None of these veterans are true winners. That's also my beef with this. At least the Toronto Raptors. Like, got Serge Ibaka, Marcus Gasol, on top of Kawhi Leonard. Proven defensive players of the year or the veterans who actually did shit. But the rest of these people, I, I, I just don't put them at the same level. 
Joe Thornton scored a lot, but holy fuck, Jumbo Joe ha- ha- ain't winning shit. Even an individual award since 06. Patrick Marlowe has been great. He won a fucking gold medal, but what the fuck has he won individually? Not surrounded by a great team to stat pad his motherfucking thing. Wayne Simmons runs around and hits people. Nick Foligno runs around and hits people. But well, he's not Zach Bogosian. That's a great veteran ad for a million dollars coming out of Tampa, a winning team. But that ain't Victor Hedman or Braden Colburn. I'm reaching here with a defenseman on the Lightning. So I'm sure they'll have to fill the gap with the same veteran refill, refill, refill. I just go like, I want to see fucking Seth Jones. I want to see fucking Taylor Hall. Because Taylor Hall, like Kadri, that's another one they traded for. Although he made another knucklehead fucking penalty. So the Leafs are going to get, probably going to encounter that. But the speed and grit that the Leafs had. Like Kadri, Komarov, Matt Martin, fucking Kasper Kapanen. Jake Garner, despite, despite his choke job, you know. That he did with the Bruins in 2018. Oh, we forgot about 2013. And then come back 2019. Guarantee the Game 7 victory. And none of that fucking happened. And then he got his ass shipped out. I mean, but he was a good skater. I You need the, you need some flyers and skaters here. Because uh, watching this Leafs team, compared to even two years ago, hanging toe-to-toe with the Bruins, choking it, they couldn't fucking hang. With a sorry-ass halves. They got Eric Stahl and Corey Perry. Two fucking giant bears. Who cannot fucking skate. Or don't really perform to the level like they used to in the old leagues. Olden days. So. What does that tell you? It's missing leadership. And then the legs of the t- the veteran leadership that they got. Clearly ain't fucking working. They suck. I, I can't. There was a moment I just said yesterday. It's like, I miss Nikita Zaitsev. <laughs> That's fucked up. I know Muzzin got hurt. You know. But I just go, dude. Muzzin's a defenseman. He's not going to go out there and score everything. And I just go, it is unbelievable. So, that's my solution. If there is a solution. And I'm really questioning my sort of the fandom being a Leafs fan at this point. Because I just go. I mean is this. The only time that I switched my fandom. Was Toronto FC to Seattle Sounders. But Toronto FC was a new franchise. That was really really doing jack shit. Insulting the intelligence. For the five years. After they became a franchise in 08. 07 08 right. And I. I, 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 I still remember the trades they are pulling. Just They had like Maurice Adu. Who later played for the Rangers and Philadelphia Union. Was a decent player. And then also they traded their first round pick for Jeff Cunningham. Who did absolutely jack shit for Toronto FC. And they tried to get Dwayne De Rosario and all that. But, but you know what? You get the idea. They were a patching shit. They never built the franchise. That pissed me off. And I said, you know what? Toronto FC, as much as it's my city... It hasn't been a long enough franchise, and this is going to be a fucking joke, so I just fucking bail. Go with the Sounders. But Toronto Maple Leafs, there's a little more life connection to it, right? So I just, like, I cannot just simply abandon them. I cannot. I, I cannot do it. Yeah, I, I'm, like, finally 
like got on the Seattle Kraken hype train and then I fucking pay for $250 for their premium wait list. But am I going to start all of a sudden turn from Leafs to the Kraken? Fuck no. I like it, that, that that's an utter panic move. And I don't even know what the Kraken got other than the one dude that they signed and then they get a guaranteed lottery pick top 5. I'm like would Mitch Marner waive his no limit, you know, limited no move clause to Seattle? Zero percent income tax, motherfucker. I want that top five pick. Save some money. Get a guy like Will Power, another Missaga kid. University of Michigan. Three out of the top ten prospects right now in the projected NHL round is the University of Michigan people. But anyways, I digress. It's time to blow shit up. And minimum, I, I got to start with the head coach. Not just the assistants, the head coach. I, I just have to. Like, the boy genius got one more year. And it's over. Then it was six years of this shit. Boy genius was behind all this also. You had a good thing going with an experienced general manager, Lou Romarello. You had Hunter... The assistant general manager who has had experience bringing a guy like Mitch Marner to London Knight. And you you abandon all that for uh, potential. And the one thing that I especially learned the last five years when it comes to NHL and the management potential. Is seeing what happened with John Chaika in Phoenix or Arizona and Kyle Dubas. And other younger coaches like Dallas Eakins or something. I just don't buy it. You go with experience. For a league that is not so progressive, you need some steady veteran voice. And the Leafs had that. But they try to be cute with it. So, boy genius, Kyle Dubas, need to do the right thing. And really, really need to adjust. There's no LeBron waiting to get rid of LeBron and then the Leafs are bypassed it. I'm sorry. Like, it's not like the Raptors situation that way either. The way the roster and the psyche is constructed is very similar. But the way they're not getting over the fucking hurdle ain't a simple LeBron. And then it's cock blocking the Raptors. And then they got lucky getting their version of a LeBron. This is not that. Not, Not when you lose... The last two years, absolutely no showing to the teams you clearly have the talents to beat. That's a different level. So, anyway, I'm going to leave it there because I could go on and on. This is the second time I'm recording this, so thanks for listening. Please subscribe in the Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Spotify, whatever pod thing you use, SoundCloud. Whatever pod thing you use, subscribe. With the AA show, with a thumbs up. Tell your friends. Rate five stars. Even if you don't like what I just said, rate five stars. Tell me why you didn't like it in the review. And then uh, email me. No other social media. aa-show.com. aa-show.com. I'm losing my shit. But uh, I'm glad that in the hair headache and the migraine awareness month, I don't have either. But I still have a PTSD at this point. So I got to keep my mentality straight here. Kind of like Naomi Osaka. Maybe I'll talk about that next week. But anyways, thanks for listening. Uh, and then, uh, you know, if you're a Leaf fan out there, don't burn a fucking jersey. 
it was a joke when I said that on Instagram. But anyways, don't burn things. Just you're gonna hear the, this noise. But even the pundits are the place to say. Okay, peace out. And then we'll see you.